I think I can sum up the show for you with one word. Nothing. And now, giving you access to the locker rooms and the minds of the independent scene, here are the curtain jerkers of pro wrestling podcasting, Mike Crockett. Actually, I prefer to be called Maestro. And the kingpin, Brian Malonis. He's the win, and nobody beats him. This is the wrestling podcast about nothing on the New Age Insiders Wrestling Network. Welcome to the Wrestling Podcast about nothing episode 87, presented by BDARadio.com. There are so many pro wrestling podcasts out there covering every facet of the business. So we went to BDA Radio and said we had a different idea for a podcast. Everybody's doing something. We'll do nothing. They said, what's wrestling podcast about? We said nothing. And thankfully, they said, we think you may have something here. So here we are. My name is Mike Crockett. I'm a longtime independent wrestling referee in the Northeast, currently on an extended hiatus from the ring. And joining me, as always, is a veteran of the New England Independent Matt Wars, the Irresistible Force, the Immovable Object, the Kingpin Brum... Oh, wait a second. You're not that Brian, are you? Nope. Nope. You are not Brian Malonis. It is Saturday night uh, before this goes live on Monday, Saturday evening, and the Kingpin is in Philadelphia for Ring of Honor Wrestling, so I am joined by the owner and head trainer of the New England Pro Wrestling Academy, and apparently the new owner of Chaotic Wrestling. Uh-huh. He is New Hampshire's favorite something or other. Son. The Furious Brian Fury. Is that your name? I mean, sure. Okay. It's good to have you I'll here, sir. It. It's good to be here. I love doing the, uh, the good old fill-in job for you guys i feel home here you're the fill-in host you're like jay leno to johnny carson yes is that a too old of a reference for the people no. probably listening well, to this may- maybe yeah i don't know i was gonna do um who was the the female uh person that did the co-host for him um joan rivers yes she was the fill-in host for a long time too all right so you you could be joan rivers that's All fine right. she's better than jay leno <laughs> if you say so well yeah so malonis is not here malonis is Doing that wrestling thing in Philadelphia at the old ECW arena. 2100 arena? I think so. 2300, maybe. Yeah. So he cannot be here this evening. So it's good to have you here. I hope so. I mean, we're bringing you in to follow up our big episode last week on the New Age Insiders Wrestling Network. Yes. The yes. big episode is now uh, officially the most listened to episode of the wrestling podcast, but nothing in history. Wow. Our interview with Mikazi. Look at that. So you've got big shoes to fill here. You gotta definitely. We gotta keep these uh, upward trajectory here. And if it's with Mikazi, they're big fancy shoes, some sort of <laughs> high end sneaker or something with some glitter on them, perhaps. <laughs> definitely, you have a lot to live up to. I'll see what I can do. I'll I'll do my best to uh, do what I can. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, how did you feel about last week's episode? You listened, right? I I did. I loved it. I mean, I'm I'm so happy for uh, Surratt and everything that he's done um, in his career, whether it was inside the ring or making it as far as he has outside the ring. I was one of the guys that he made gear for back in the early days, and so some of my most of my collection of trunks was stuff done by him, and it was cool because I could just say, "Hey, here's like two colors, and just make me a pair of trunks," and he would just do design up and make me a pair of trunks and i was one of the guys in the area that had more pairs of gear than anybody because i had that good relationship with him so it was it's cool to see how far he's come and now he's making what outfits for barbie dolls and stuff (laughs) essentially yeah technically it's so awesome so cool i'm so happy for him and he was your tag team partner as well as one of your greatest opponents yes we i i turned my back on him thanks to mr sean gorman and then we had a good series of matches culminating at cold fury 11. 11 yeah yes final encounter we main evented the chaotic wrestling cold fury and had a one hell of a match and which happened not to be your final encounter we ended up do yes we, we did end up having <laughs> one more not too long what well, actually i think a while after but yeah it's one of those twice in a lifetime things like <laughs> yes scene and rock yep the second to final encounter <laughs> it doesn't have the same ring to it but no i'm yeah i'm so happy for him it's great to hear him and see what he's been up to over the years i've only run into him like once or twice since he's moved away so it was good to uh hear what's been going on with him 
Check out that episode anywhere you get your podcasts, or you can check it out on our brand new website, thewpan.com. That is the hub of our universe, Brian Fury. That is like the the monks of, you know, that's where everyone congregates. The monks? Yeah, yeah, monks, like where George and Jerry and Elaine and Kramer oh, okay, okay. go to the restaurant. Now I see what you're saying. Okay. They, go, they all come together there and eat and break bread. And I'm with you there now. So all right. That's the WPAN.com to me anyway. T-H-E-W-P-A-N.com. Thank you. So yes, go there. Check out our episode with Mikazi. Check out all of our Thursday episodes that we do on BDARadio.com. Sure, there's going to be video clips up soon, right? Yeah, we're going to be doing the... They're taking off. The whole video thing <laughs> is going to be... It's a whole separate production. There's a lot more work for you, Michael. Now, why not? Well, Malonis ride your coattails. <laughs> why not? Exactly. Exactly. Well, today on the Wrestling Podcast about nothing on the New Age Insiders Wrestling Network, we've got your promo about nothing coming up, but a whole lot more. But first, Brian Malonis, as I mentioned, working for Ring of Honor Wrestling. And I mean, I really don't appreciate the fact that he is skipping out on his duties. Duties. Because these are his duties. Very true. And you just... uh did your duties a few minutes ago before we started on the podcast, right? <laughs> My uh, third trip of the day. <laughs> it's always... I, I went in there to use the facilities before we recorded here, and you have a squatty potty. Yeah, you got to. You have a squatty potty. How do you not own a squatty potty? In it, well, now it's almost the year 2018. How do you not own a squatty potty? Because it it's, it's just weird to think of you sitting there with your knees up to your chin. You're a Shark Tank guy. Yes. You don't believe in the virtue of the squatty potty it's just a weird look i mean i, I guess you don't have and no one has to look at you doing it but it's just Sitting weird to think about toilet regardless is a weird look squatty potty helps i highly recommend it to anyone really just slides right out of there huh 100 <laughs> percent. this is what, we're, this is what we've come to here on the wrestling podcast about <laughs> nothing uh so yeah as i mentioned malonis is uh nowhere to be found well we know where he's found but he's not here so, uh, what do you say? What do you got in your hand there? I got the phone. Let's okay. just let's call. All right. Let's, let's see what him, the king. Let's, let's see what the kingpin's up to. Let's give him a ring. He's uh, skipping out. So let's bug him a little bit here. All let's right. see what we got. I see his number here. All right, here he is. Hello. Hey, kingpin. It's Crockett. What's up, Mike? I just wanted to check in on when we're recording tonight. Oh, you, well, Mike, uh, you know I'm in Philadelphia for Ring of Honor. I, <laughs> I, you know, I don't know about recording the podcast. You, you might have to find somebody yeah, this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just giving you the business, pal. You're actually on the air right now. Oh, you're recording right now? Yeah. Okay. Well, what's up? So, first, was it a long, lonesome trip down? Was it a lonesome trip down? Yeah. I mean, I, don't know, I was by myself. I was, I was listening to the Pritchard podcast. Oh, here we go. I know uh, you get very upset over the length of them, but it was perfect for this drive down. Why are you so antisocial? Why couldn't you buddy up with someone for this trip? <laughs> I don't know. I had nobody to drive with. I I have to stay down here tonight. You know, uh, uh-huh. everybody else, you know, Fat Pants and, and Warbeard, they all came down for final battle last night. Well, so you're saying that no one likes you. That's why you couldn't get a ride. <laughs> No, it's not because people don't like me. That's ridiculous. That's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Aren't you the guy that got buried for uh, on your birthday uh, by everybody we know? Uh, uh, f- forget about that. So, so what you doing tonight, buddy? Just let me give you the scoop. You're really calling for spoilers? Yeah. Mike, every time I've wrestled for Ring of Honor, you look for spoilers, and I won't give them to you. I, I just won't do it. I, I don't know why you ask every single time. No, it's not happening. Um... Good luck with the podcast, Mike. I'm sure it's going to come out great this week. Thank you. And uh, I'll, I'll talk to you when I get back in town. All right. All right. Bye. Well, uh, I just want to know some spoilers. Just call up your other friend. Which friend is that? Dave Meltzer. Oh. <laughs> I don't have to call him up and go on the website. Oh, long-time subscriber? Yes, long-time subscriber. I'll fax him. You still subscribe to the Observer Newsletter, yet you don't watch wrestling at all anymore. Well, uh, if we're being honest, I don't subscribe to Meltzer either. <laughs> oh, brother. It's all coming apart. It's, uh, you know, it's times are tight. Times are tight. I hear you. You know, it's the holiday season. I hear you. It's the holiday season. The holidays. So mm. I, don't, I don't know why Malonis is so miserable already. I just 
he's a part of this podcast. I want him to be a part of the show, even though he's in Philadelphia. I mean, do you, you want me to play devil's advocate here? Okay, to, sure. Go at, ahead. He's at work right now. So am I. Yeah, I understand, but he's at a place of business where he really wants to build his reputation. He's going to be one of those guys in the back, like on the phone, talking while maybe someone's trying to talk to him or he needs to be somewhere to do a promo or, or anything along those lines. And you're just He's not doing a promo. How do you know? Let's be serious here. How do you know? Well, I don't know. Right. Because he walked into the spoilers. Oh, my goodness. We, don't, we won't know until we see the television product correct. But you don't know exactly what's going on there. <laughs> Plus, you don't want to be, you've been to WWTV. You don't want to be the guy in the back, on the phone, just kind of in the corner talking because everyone's going to be like, who the hell is this guy? What, what does he think he's doing? Who's he talking to? Well, he's, they should know. Well, I mean, I'm sure they do that he's a part of a podcast and he's a very important person and he's got to converse with his co-host. That's what you do when you're you're never off duty when it comes to this podcasting stuff. You love the word duty tonight. <laughs> I'm all about it. Just that squatty potty just stuck <laughs> in my head. That grossness. My God. You got to wash that thing, by the way. Always. We got the, some uh, wipes and some bleach and stuff. <laughs> you could have done it tonight. It looks like it's been neglected for a few oh, days. Oh, come on now. All right. Brian, stop. Brian, I know you like to give us your feedback on uh, various topics we've discussed here on the Wrestling Podcast about nothing. Your furious feedback, if you will. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I'm a very opinionated person, so when I hear things, I like to text you guys furiously on, on the side a lot of times. Now, we talked about recently on the Thursday episode, unpopular WWE opinions. Uh-huh. Do you have any unpopular WWE opinions? Um, well, geez, that's you put me right on the spot here. I did. Dean Ambrose is not good. Is that, <laughs> is, that a, is that an unpopular opinion or is that a popular opinion? I don't know. I'm not a fan of Dean Ambrose at all. I mean, that's just that's my opinion. I don't know if it's popular or not. Uh, Dolph Ziggler, not a fan. Really? I think he can bump, and that's about it. My goodness. Um, yeah, so I guess those are two. Were these the guys that you saw up close? No, you This is a raw, you you went to a Dean raw Ambrose house was, show. Dean, I did. I went to a raw house show last evening in Manchester, New Hampshire. And um, no, Danny Ambrose was there. It's all like it was on SmackDown, Mike. I, I'm aware of that. I'm aware. Okay. I am aware. So, you know, I saw Am- Ambrose was in the main event. It was Ambrose and Seth Rollins against the bar. Really? Well, we'll talk about that in, in a minute here, your big house show experience okay but uh okay your unpopular wwe opinions are out there now all right what ambrose and ziggler how about we talked a couple weeks ago on thursday about our worst matches uh, okay yeah. now i know that we shared one of your uh less than stellar bouts yes you and you and me you were both were the, a part of it yeah, you were the referee for my tremendous match your tag team bout, you and Chris Venom against Pride for NRG Wrestling. Oh, brother. That was, uh, that was a night. It was something. Now, do you have any other... I mean, it's it's, it's few and far between, <laughs> I know. Look, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and be like Malonis was on that episode. It's like, oh, no, I really don't have any bad matches. Uh. <laughs> I, I really did until he said it himself. I really didn't put it together that... None of it was ever his fault. <laughs> He's cool. never been at fault. When he was uh, early in his career, oh, it was because I was green, so that's not my fault at all. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. One that sticks out in my head right now is, uh, it was a match in Littleton, New Hampshire, and there was some some new kid, I think he was part of CM Punk's Ring of Honor class of students. I have no idea what his name is. I, I have no recollection of anything about it i remember i believe scotty slade was the referee and they were like steve was like okay just give him like a quick like eight minute match and we'll just kind of see what he can do i was for lack of a better term i was the x-pac of wfa (laughs) where put him with fury see what he can do type of thing that's what was kind of my role for a little while yeah and so they put me with him and he was not good at all we called like uh like a back body drop when i bent over to give him a back body drop and he just jumped did a front flip and took a back bump over me without me touching him at all i was still bent over he did the whole back drop part himself without me doing anything and i remember just looking at the crowd and like shrugging my shoulders <laughs> like it was just not not good at all 
Um, but you know, Brian, a great pro wrestler can make anyone right look yeah. good. Yeah, I just remember <laughs> Ultimate Warrior got mad at Ric Flair for Ric Flair saying that uh, Ultimate Warrior stunk, and Ultimate Warrior goes, "I thought everybody said he could wrestle the broomstick and make it look good." <laughs> It's good that you don't know this guy's name either, so you can just, I, uh, I don't, you know... I don't recall at all. If I had, if trash him. Even if I did, I would still say his name. It's not that big of a deal. I'm trying to think if there was something off the top of my head where, like, I was bad, re- like, really bad that sticks out, and those are probably shoved way down to the deep, dark recesses of my mind that will come out someday, and I'll just have a total mental breakdown, but <laughs> nothing sticking out right off the top of my head of uh, something where I was, like, really, really bad. I'm sure there's a ton, but... Yeah, nothing's just popping out right off the top of my head. Anyone who's wrestled Brian Fury, uh, tweet us at the WPAN. Tweet Brian Fury. And and last week, I I buried you for having the worst Twitter name to be able to say on a podcast. It's really not that difficult. It looks okay written out, but when you try to say it, at X Brian X Fury X, it stinks. Change it. It's just Brian Fury with an X to the front, middle, and end. It's not that difficult. You know what you do now? At Brian Fury CW. (laughs) <laughs> what do you think of that? Whoa. Ooh. Now we're talking. You are the new owner, from what I'm hearing, of Chaotic Wrestling, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. Okay. Yeah, so change that Twitter handle. Anyway. Well, we'll see. And let us know out there if you've had a bad match with Brian Fury. They're going to come rolling in now. <laughs> yes. Can't wait. <laughs> How about this one? Weirdest wrestling venues. I'm sure you've wrestled in a lot of strange places. We talked about it last Thursday on BDA Radio. Weird awful terrible strange wrestling venues the strangest place i ever wrestled was sometime within my first or second year of wrestling and this is when i was down in tijuana mexico Mm -hmm. Uh, very early on in my career before i ever deserved anything like that and before i even realized what the hell was going on i got an opportunity to be in tijuana and wrestle for four or five shows in like three day period and, and that was through like Lobster Man. Through Lobster Man, yeah. He had he brought a couple of people up and then to teach us some of the lucha style, and then we went down there and wrestled a lot of the shows and like Psychosis and like Mexico's Most Wanted were on the shows and stuff like that. So it was really awesome, but I had no idea what the hell I was doing. I was still green in general. Never mind going to Tijuana and wrestling here. How many uh, of you went down? There was me, Amato, Jen, and then like Jeff, Rip. And Captain USA, Danny. So there's like two different groups. Like me and Amato were working with the younger guys that were doing a bunch of stuff. Jeff and Rip and Danny were working with the older guys that were down there that was more showy. So Yeah, so let's just say for with the lobster man, Jeff Costa. Yes. They they were like kind of a big man promotion. They right. did a lot of gimmicks. It wasn't uh like a hard hitting, high flying style, but you and Setherin, like there are some guys that are of your size, so I guess they figured bring you guys down there because you're smaller and probably work better with those. Yeah, small yeah. Guys. And, and when we learned with those guys, we could do all kinds of different lucha things and whatnot. So we got an opportunity to go down there, and the second day there, we did two shows, and the first show was inside the outdoor yard inside a mexican jail so we had to (laughs) we 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 had to like go through like this metal detector and stuff and like there's these guards with like legit ak-47 type guns like on their hip and they're checking us all out and they're putting like little x's on both of our hands so like okay we're not (laughs) prisoners we're wrestlers or whatever so I'm like, okay, it's like 90 degrees out here, and I'm gonna be sweating. These X's like aren't staying <laughs> on my hand. Like, I was worried about that. So I was young, clean cut, like I was in pretty good shape back then. Like, like little baby face. And you had your mesh T-shirt. I never wore a mesh T-shirt, <laughs> but I did have my leopard print trunks. There you go. So we were walking to the ring, and all the prisoners that were, um, I guess, good. I'm putting the parentheses out there. They're the good prisoners. Okay. Uh, they were allowed to come out onto like the yard and watch, and they were all sitting and stuff. And there's no real guardrails; it was like a string, like a <laughs> string. So I was like, "All right." And then, like they said, the people that like were the more dangerous people were watching from like the cells and the windows and stuff. Still, so it's a jail, 
and we're outside and it's a million degrees and it's dirty and men inside jails kind of uh well, they cheer for all the heels. First of all. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> they cheer for all the heels, booed all the baby faces. But I, you know, a lot of the guys in in jail like other guys. <laughs> so I was like a hot chick, like walking in there. I'm getting cat calls and whistles and everything else, and I was just, this is weird and uncomfortable, <laughs> and I don't know what is going on. No one's speaking English, and I want to leave as soon as I can, please. <laughs> so I think you win when it comes to weirdest <laughs> wrestling it venues. It was very strange. And how did that? How did the match go? I don't remember exactly. I remember they so it was like like eliminations and stuff like that at some point. Like so, it got whittled down. Uh, Danny. No, Wolfman was in that match, actually, and he got hurt, and Amato and I like looked at each other, and we weren't sure what was going on. And Wolfman's like a, a big bear, yeah. so that he probably got some cheers as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he got hurt, and then we, me and Amato, I remember looking at each other, we were confused, and our partner was the guy that came up here to train us, and he just like, he just goes in the aisle and just puts up the double middle finger and just starts yelling, Fuck you! <laughs> And we, we, Amato and I played that scenario out in our head for like two months straight, laughing and laughing about Wolfman going down, yelling about his leg, how he needs a medic. He yelled medic like 30 times. <laughs> medic, medic. And we're in the middle of like, the, like I said, out in the jail. And it was just, it, the match wasn't good at all. It was n- bad, very bad. Is there a doctor in the prison? No. <laughs> <laughs> but even if there was a doctor in the prison, like, you know, he'd probably be in there due to malpractice. So right. I don't know if you want him checking out your knee, right? Hey, you would assume so. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that is weirdest. You got us beat. It weirdest was, wrestling venues so in Mexican strange. jail. And then we just all stayed in gear and traveled to the next show like an hour later in an actual venue. You still had the X on your hand, so you were able to get out? I don't remember if they were there or not, but I think <laughs> my leopard print trunks was my key to salvation leaving leaving that place <laughs> all right we could talk all day let's get brian malonis on the line all right let's, let's give him a call again let's check in right now with my pal with our pal brian malonis let me see here the kingpin the kingpin uh okay there he is mike what's hey. up uh, i just talked to you like 20 minutes ago i yeah i know i know i told you where i am you have an important question what's up do you need something for the podcast well yeah i just wanted to know if you did the right thing and shook everyone's hand there tonight that's your important question yeah really mike we've been over this on the podcast it's not that i don't shake people's hands i shake people's hands Uh i just don't like go around the whole damn building searching people out (sighs) as i come across people and they come across me i say hi this is the stuff you're wasting my time with right now. Uh, yeah, I'm busy, Mike. I'm busy. Unlike you, I get booked places. Ugh. And and uh-huh. today I'm in I'm in Philadelphia. I'm sorry you have to go about the podcast without me this week, but you'll survive. You're mildly entertaining. Well, I got fury here too. Hey, did you shake Cody's hand? Well, Mike, I look, I got to go, man. I really got to go. All right, all right, all right, all right. Bye. Bye. Sounds like he's nervous. Very suspicious car horn in the background there too. Yeah, what we, did he? He must have gone out to like the uh, alleyway to take this call. <laughs> so I the, told you earlier, he did not want to be seen in the locker room yeah. on the phone. I just wanted to know: Did he shake people's hands? Because this is a thing we talked about on one of the podcasts. That's legitimately the first thing I teach my students. They sign their paperwork, and then I say, "Okay, blah 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 blah." Rule number one: Whenever you show up to wrestling, shake everybody's hand, say hello. If you don't know the person, you introduce yourself to them. They'll do the same to you. That goes for anything wrestling related, class, shows, events, stuff like that. Then you're gonna go down, go downstairs and you're gonna we're gonna beat the crap out of you. You're gonna learn how to run the ropes and all that other fun stuff. Yeah, so this guy walks into Ring of Honor like he owns the place, doesn't shake anyone's hand, sits down, and expects people to come up to him. He's the kingpin. Apparently so. Superstar. I don't understand. Not to be confused with Super Sock. <laughs> Was it Lothario? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they'll be even confused by that. <laughs> I'm confused by the fact that you brought it up, but <laughs> super sock. Wow. But uh, Malonis, if nothing comes to this ROH thing, it's because you didn't shake people's hands. That's what I'll say. You know, less petty things have, have gotten people uh, 
banned, I think. So you banned. You banned. I think he needs to. That isn't. That's a good. Uh, good idea. You you're looking out for him. I'm trying. And I I think he doesn't appreciate it, but he should. Thank you. I'm with you now. I was with him before. Now I'm with you. <laughs> See? See? You're digging yourself in a ditch there, Brian Malonis, with each phone call. Maybe I'll call him again later. I, I still got things to ask him. I got to make sure that he's doing well down there. I want right. him to go back. Right. I don't want him to go back full time because, you know, then what am I going to do? going to have to have you back. Well, I mean. If, if you're, yeah, if, if you're available, busy, you've, got a, you've got a couple of businesses to attend to, apparently. A lot going on right now. Jesus. Yeah. Before we get into that, we talk about all of your many business ventures. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about ROH. Dalton Castle won the Ring of Honor World Championship. He certainly did. On Friday night. He certainly did. Final battle. Have you wrestled Dalton Castle? I think I've wrestled him a little bit like many a many year ago. Yeah. Maybe in Connecticut or, or something like that. But yeah, I've known him forever. So it's really awesome to see him be a world champion now. And you were there in Lowell for one of Donovan Dijak's last shows uh you were actually on the show i was you yes. seconded dalton castle as the opened the show there in lowell yeah. and so you got to see like dalton castle and the reaction that he gets in person and one if if not the biggest reaction to the show usually dalton I was, castle i was at the show where i want to say no he we didn't debut he debuted in the top prospect tournament the one that dijack won and then i was there the night Dijak was going to cash in his TV title match from winning, and it was Dalton's first appearance on the regular roster, and his first appearance, pretty much the first time those people had ever seen him, and the reaction was amazing even then, and since then it's only grown since people got to know him, his character, and the boys even more, so it's 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 pretty awesome to see how over him and that Party Peacock character really is. And Dalton defeated, of course, Cody Rhodes for the uh, championship and Cody lost that championship. He also lost the Northeast wrestling championship recently. Do you think anything is happening with Cody Rhodes? Well, you never know. Uh, The wrestling climate right now is one of which you can pretty much write your own ticket for yourself. So maybe he set himself up to do something bigger. Maybe he's not. I don't know. Did you see that he bleached his hair? I did see that. Looked a little Billy Idol-esque. And you could see his dad in him, especially with the blonde hair. Definitely. He looked yeah. weird. Yeah, he looked, he looked like um, Dustin, too, a little bit. Yeah, that's cool. I don't know if he's going to keep that, but... It might have been just a special one-time thing for Final Battle. Who knows? Mm, I should ask Malonis, shouldn't I? Well, no. We'll, 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 Give him time. We'll, uh, Give him time. We'll go and see. Uh, he probably wouldn't even tell me if, if Cody dyed his hair back. He wouldn't even tell me that right. that much, because that's a spoiler, apparently. He's so ridiculous with that. Oh, Malonis, Malonis, Malonis. Uh, other news, though. Did you see this over the weekend? The XFL possibly returning? <laughs> I saw, actually, just today, I saw um, like a headline for it. Uh, Vince's has or is started a separate sports LLC or, or media group or something like that. Yes, a separate entity called Alpha Entertainment, which yeah. is appropriate, I guess. Yes. And yeah, he, they they looked to uh, the WWE for comment when this XFL thing came out, and they talked about, in response, they talked about this Alpha Entertainment thing and said that they will be exploring investment opportunities, including in professional sports. So they didn't shut it down. Yeah, whatever I, whatever I saw said that Vince was be using his own money, nothing from WWE, so it wouldn't affect stockholders or anything along those lines. So, I mean, who knows? Who knows? He's he's done. Maybe it's another bodybuilding federation. Oh, that'd be great. WBF. Wow. But and as, with all the um, tension between the president and the NFL, it seems like this might be a good time, especially with the relationship between Trump and McMahon, to do something like this. Possibly, but I mean, it's also like I think the NFL and the popularity of the NFL in general peaked like maybe two years ago, and it's starting to dip a little bit. So maybe back then would have been. The time to really strike. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's still super duper popular, but you can see in the ratings and stuff, it's definitely declining a little bit. And we're not even watching tonight. No, I forgot there were Saturday night games. See, you forgot. See, if the XFL was on, you wouldn't have forgotten. Maybe I'll check my fantasy football team later on. You didn't set your shit up? No, it's all set up. Oh, okay. I just wanted to see what this, how if my guys are scoring points for me. <laughs> I don't know if you know how that works. Michael. I don't. Fantasy, yeah, you're typical. Of course you don't. 
Are you doing the the, the fan duel or the the draft king? No, no, no. I'm just in like a year long thing. I've never i I don't dare try one of those because then I'll think I'll do one every single week and I'll just be homeless living living on the streets because of the amount of money i would spend on something like that so that's still a thing the uh the the gambling with oh, the yeah. tra- malonis was so upset with me when i when i said something about wanting that to be regulated or whatever because it's it's sports betting it's it's betting i uh, kind of yeah i mean he I, said it's a game of chance or whatever the hell well, it talking. is yeah i mean but at the same time i mean i don't know I don't think about it that much or, or care about it that much. He got so angry when I said I, I wanted it to be taken away. Malonis angry? <laughs> yeah. He he needs places to dump his money. He needs places besides this podcast. He needs places <laughs> to uh, just throw away money. Well, last time I was down at Foxwoods, I brought him down. And he did well? No, he didn't. No, I don't think he did yeah, that. Yeah, no. He had, a, he had a bad week. Well, you didn't have a bad week, Brian Fury. It's been a good week for me. We We mentioned it. You were at a house show. In yes. Manchester, New Hampshire. I was. And where were you sitting? I was sitting in the very front row. You mark. <laughs> Why do you? <laughs> Just because you hate wrestling. What? How'd you get those seats? You get on, if you know some people, Michael, oh, yeah? they can hook you up with some tickets. And I know some people in some very high places, and I got some very good seats. Wow. Why don't you give up those tickets to like a little kid who really wants to see the show up close? To be honest with you, the row I was in, however many seats were in the row, there was myself and Mrs. Fury. Mm-hmm. Then there was like four empty seats, and there was like a family of like four, and a bunch of empty seats on the other end, and the whole that whole side of the front row was pretty much empty. Really? Yeah. Yeah, house shows are, it's a tough, tough road out there. Yeah, especially with the split rosters, I think house shows are kind of like iffy. But I haven't been to a house show other than the NXT house show that came to Lowell. I haven't been to a WWE house show in like almost 20 years, probably since before I started wrestling. Really? Yeah. You just went to TVs? TVs, pay-per-views. Just, just to try to get your backyard sign on TV? <laughs> Dick. Yes. God. RWF. Back, back in the day. But then when, even when I started wrestling, I would go to TVs or pay-per-views and different things and just watch like I would watch on television. But I haven't been to a house show in forever yeah, Malonis always gushes about the house show experience as opposed to the tv yeah I mean, it's only it was, it was very similar to like an indie show seven matches total uh they all got some time they all got to tell stories they all got to work and it's similar to like how we teach and how we do stuff on the independence like four matches there was an intermission for like 15 minutes and it was like another three matches before they went home it was it was great good solid show started at 7 30 it was over about 10 it's awesome and what was the best match of the evening? Oh, the main event, yeah. So, uh, Ambrose and Rollins against the bar. Ambrose. He carried his end, right? He was there. <laughs> Ambrose and Rollins versus the bar. Okay, that's that's your main event, huh? That was the main event, yes. Hmm. Uh, the, the main event of the first half <laughs> was uh, Samoa Joe versus Braun Strowman. Really? How'd that go? Yeah, it was fine. Yeah? Unspectacular. Uh-huh. It was a house show match for, yeah. for those two guys. Because I know those two guys are capable of a lot more and definitely doing a lot more damage and whatnot to each other. But uh, it was a house show match. So you think they conserve their energy a little bit for, for TV? Definitely. Yeah, because it's, it's a grind. Yeah, I know as we're recording right now, there's the SmackDown house show in Portland, Maine this evening before they do their pay-per-view in Boston, Massachusetts tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, if I wanted to put it in a call, I could probably get a nice seat for the pay-per-view tomorrow night. Yeah. You know a lot of people in the SmackDown roster? Yeah. I'm not sure that I will make the call. Because <laughs> that would require you to actually watch wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a lot of wrestling recently. I put on Raw like the past few Mondays. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I saw a lot of it. Good. How, how are you feeling about Raw lately and SmackDown? I'll be honest with you. I'm super busy this time of year. So I only get to watch like 15, 20 minutes of each show right now. But I always keep up with the. Um, Dirt cheats. The stuff on the Facebook where they put a lot of the clips out and stuff, and I read the results, and if there's something that I want to watch, I just go to the DVR and kind of go back and watch like individual matches and stuff. I'm very excited about Woken Matt Hardy. Yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued to see where that goes. Um, right now, it's just a lot of laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> very enjoyable. Um, you know, so it's it's good. We'll see. You know. Come next month when it's Rumble time. Rumble's coming. From from the Rumble to WrestleMania. I love it. It's the best time of the year for wrestling. Rumble's always the most fun pay-per-view to uh, sit down with a group of pals. 
sick of group pills, and everybody on Earth gets very angry because there's not enough surprises for them. I love it. <laughs> Twitter's angry. Not enough surprises. We'll see what we can do this year. Are there any superstars in this year, Michael? Uh, what do you mean by that? You, what do you mean by that? Because there were many <laughs> years where you're like, oh, there's no superstars in this. Maybe it's just a sign of the times. Maybe it's just like, you know, you're a kid. Everyone seems bigger than life to you. Maybe as you're an adult, doesn't quite seem as big. You have an early pick for the Rumble winner? Well, I, I, we talked about it on the episode where we booked WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, I... Batista! Batista's coming back and win the Rumble again. Can I say, like, all the matches and stuff that you guys booked, whatever, like, I'm not for or against any of them, but the only one that bugged me when you started talking about Finn Balor and you started saying John Cena, I immediately was like, ah, and I actually was thinking Randy Orton would, would have been better in this spot that, John, that you guys had John Cena in. I think a Finn Balor versus Randy Orton match would be much better than a Finn Balor versus John Cena match. Well, we're trying to keep with the fact that, you know, Raw and SmackDown, the only time of year that they Raw and SmackDown meet is at the Survivor Series. That's one time they compete. Or at the Mixed Match Challenge. Or We don't really know much about that yet. We don't, do we? We don't. That's a very strange concept, isn't it? It's very intriguing. And I was actually talking to someone on the roster today about that. Oh, were you? And that's not really sure how it's going to work or not yet. And I know some of the Raw people are going to be upset because they have to now work an extra day a week that are going to be on it. So they'll be fine. Oh, yeah, it's happening during the SmackDown yeah. tapings? Yeah, it's live right after SmackDown. What's happening at 205 Live? So, so it's that's getting pushed back. So now it's SmackDown. <laughs> they're going to do the half hour of that, and they're going to do the 205 Live. And then after 205 Live, there'll be like a SmackDown like dark match. Wow. It's a long night. Keep the kids out late. It's a long night. School night. It is a school night. My God. So, yeah, you've... Uh had a lot going on recently you talked about uh you're very busy might have been other things going on yeah how is the new england pro wrestling academy doing the place that started uh people like sasha banks people like donovan dijak only lorkin flip gordon there you go this goes on and keep on. going this goes on and on how's it going these days how are the prospects oh it's good actually things have been really really busy there which is awesome uh, a lot of times it slows down some in the wintertime or once school kind of goes back, but it hasn't at all. We've actually had a couple different new signups and stuff too. A couple of people I think could have a lot of potential. We have six girls training right now. Which wow, is, really? Yeah, which is which is awesome. When uh, Sasha Banks started, there wasn't was, really yeah, she was another girl one. there. She was the only one. Do you think it's the Sasha Banks effect I mean, where people know that she started it there? It definitely doesn't hurt. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, I think the whole... Women's revolution, I think, helps in general. Mm -hmm. uh, seeing girls actually wrestle on the shows now versus whatever they were doing before. The right. Miller Lite beer bashes, whatever it was. <laughs> um, I think that really helps a lot. But the school's been awesome. You know, we got a lot of kids there and um, just recently publicized it to the students had a tryout with WWE not too long ago. Uh, Darley and Harpreet were both down at the WWE Performance Center. So it's good that we have that connection and that... People that I'm able to train are able to get out in front of the people that matter. And uh, we mentioned uh, one of the last times you were on that you were down there in Orlando for a week as a guest trainer at the Performance Center. Yep. So you have so that experience what? to bring back with you to the New England Pro Wrestling Academy. Yep, yep. I was doing some of those drills that I learned down there today, some headstands and different roles and stuff, yeah. You didn't do the um, squats on the top rope? <laughs> no. No? I've done those before, but not... No, they don't. I've never seen them. Do, I didn't see them do that down there. That was a Bill Demont thing, I think. Probably right. Yeah, that's probably. They probably. do them nude. Is that? Is that the thing? <laughs> that's dirt sheet. <laughs> oh, okay, that's, dirt sheet garbage. That's rumor and innuendo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll just leave that. Okay, everyone's fully clothed at the New England Pro Wrestling Academy. Yes, for okay. the most part. Yeah. The, for, okay, let's get just hot in there sometimes. <laughs> it doesn't get hot, doesn't it? Uh, so yeah, you have the training school, mm -hmm. the New England Pro Wrestling Academy, which used to be the Chaotic Training Center, the yep. official training school for Chaotic Wrestling. Yep. But it broke away, and you became the owner of the school. Yep. Now Chaotic Wrestling is for sale. And uh, apparently, you have purchased Chaotic Wrestling, so now you've brought it all back together again. Well, yes and no. Um, so yes, I did buy Chaotic Wrestling. Now, uh, you and you alone? I have a silent partner. A silent partner? But yeah, it's, it's, it'll Can be... Can we speak to this person? I'm sure I'll be able to introduce you to him at some point in time. Sure. Him? Oh, okay, it's a him. Okay. <laughs> all right. 
Detective Crockett is on the case. <laughs> I know I have a silent partner, but no, it's 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 me. I'm I'm in I'm in charge. You're out front. It's 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 me running the show and everything. I'm not going to be like a character on Chaotic Wrestling. That's what I was going to ask you because <laughs> no. you came out of the last Chaotic Wrestling show and well, you said you were the owner. That was actually that was not in any of the run sheets or anything. That was kind of something that was just kind of thrown out there. Um, just wanted to let people know because Jamie had posted all over his Facebook. And he's been on this podcast talking about how he was selling it, and he was on PW Insider and stuff. So we kind of just wanted to give people an update and let the fans know that was their last night, and they could say bye to them and whatever else. And th- I wanted them to have a chance to thank them because we all did it as a roster earlier in the night. I wanted the fans to be able to, and then I figured I threw it in there at the end. I didn't want to make it a big focal point of me going out there. Threw it right at the end. Oh, by the way, you know I'm the new Chaotic Wrestling owner and stuff. The, seemed to get recepted well, so I hopefully. Um, I'm ready to breathe some new life into chaotic wrestling and take it into the next uh, phase of professional wrestling, I think. I'm, I'm very excited for that. So we're not going to have you coming out at the beginning of the next show and booking Anthony Green in a six-on-one match? <laughs> no. No? No. Uh, Johnny Vegas, the fabulous one, will remain on air as the chaotic wrestling general manager, and that'll be the only real authority figure that you'll see, yeah. I'm not interested in being out in front of the camera anymore. I'm in no shape to do so. <laughs> um, so I'm just excited to be working backstage and, and building relationships with uh, people and wrestlers and promotions and, and go from here. So what will you be doing backstage? Are you putting together the matches? Are you yeah, yeah doing the booking? Uh, I've done some age. I, I do some agenting with the people since a lot of people are my students stuff too. So I can help them put things together. I have my vision of what I want them to kind of do, and I'll give them a rough outline, and then they can you know kind of let them put their thing together. Help them with production. I've been on on the production team a lot. Whether they like it or not, I'm I'm all over them, but. I have a very specific vision, and I told them Uh-oh. you may or may not necessarily agree or like my vision at first, but this is my vision and what I think will, will work and be able to grow things. And if it doesn't work, then it's on me. It's not on you guys. If, if it does work, great. We, we all win and we all succeed. So um, I'm very excited. Is this like uh, in terms of the presentation of the shows, in terms of sh- how to shoot the shows? What do you mean by a little bit change of how to the shoot production? The shows, a little bit of like how um, Chaotic Wrestling produces videos for the facebook and the website okay. and things like that um you bring back the chaotic cast i not necessarily it's my no. baby come on i know it's your baby i know it's your baby but they were a little <laughs> long and they don't think they were really fully watched i think it needs oh. something similar but a much shorter version i think um that's not something we're gonna be able to do right away because we need to add a couple bodies i think to the production staff so if you're looking to do more video editing michael uh maybe we can talk after this goes off the air yeah, the look on your face. I can tell you do not want to do that at all. Well, I mean, get that checkbook out. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see um, what we can uh, work but, out here. Yeah, so it's just I see the way a lot of other companies do things, and I see the way like the Beyonds, the Limitlesses, the PWGs, that some of the bigger promotions do things. And I think the way Chaotic kind of does things is a little dated, but I like the way Chaotic keeps their stuff similar to like a WWE type style. And I think I can kind of meld the two because I've been around and seen a lot of these things and meld the two and have a good amalgam of the both to be able to go forward and, and work and strive in the professional wrestling climate. Amal what? Amalgam. You never learned that? No. I learned that from comic books when DC and Marvel characters like combined. It was like a, a the amalgam. It was like part Batman, part Wolverine. Trust me, it's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so are you talking about more like quick hit videos with just stuff with like look at this move that kind of stuff it's that you see for beyond to that but or, or like promo videos for an upcoming show that would only be like a minute long like versus something that's like three minutes long or four minutes long that people aren't gonna necessarily want to watch or you pull up the YouTube page and it's like oh four minutes yeah no just click out of it and not watch it because they don't have that much time something that's quick something that's to the point something that's gonna be eye-catching and, and and get people talking or something quick for them to share to want other people to watch and stuff just to kind of really get more eyes on the product chaotic wrestling for as long as you and i have known has been the best promotion in new england and and it's great when people go and watch but i think you and i may you may or may not agree with me because you were part of the crew for so long but the production value as far as 
DVDs or getting people to see the product or watch the product has never been there. Um, there's so much footage that, well, that now I own that just never seen the light of day. Right. In all the years that I, I was there as an active roster member, there was maybe like six DVDs ever released of anything, and there was nothing ever put online or anything like that. So get on demand, right? It's that's that's been a thing, and and again. I don't really think it's been promoted that much. That's one of the things that I want to grow, Chaotic on Demand, as well as you know putting a couple matches out here and there for free just to kind of get eyes on the product as much as possible and get more people in the doors. So ChaoticOnDemand.com, is that... Yep. That's where we're going to be looking to expand. Yeah, five bucks a month. Five bucks a month. It's a steal. I know. My goodness. And we're going to try to get a lot of the old footage on there and stuff too, so it's going to be cool to see a lot, a lot of the stuff that's been around forever, just no one's ever scene so you said you're gonna handle the booking yourself or uh you're gonna uh, bring in uh <laughs> anyone uh no no i mean I, as much as i would love to make this like a uh, people that have been successful in the past or people that are my friends or whatever else i want to build it on my own first and kind of get it to and i have specific visions and ideas and things and i want to do that on my own first before i would rely on other people same thing with the school the school was doing good before I took it over. And I like to think that I grew it and made it a lot bigger thing and a lot better entity overall since I took it over. And I like to think I can do the same thing with Chaotic Wrestling, too. So, uh, yeah, Chaotic Wrestling is now a Brian Fury property. It's going to remain Chaotic Wrestling. Yep. No, that's not going to change. I mean, that was a big thing. Like, Chaotic Wrestling, that brand has value. And I didn't want that to change in any way, shape, or form. And the school is going to remain the New England Pro Wrestling Academy? Yes. Yep. All right, so let's check in with uh, Brian Malonis. See what he has to say about all this, or yeah. see what he's doing over there. Yeah, well, a little bit of both, I guess. Let's check. What I mean, what time is it? He might be. Hopefully, he answers right. Maybe. Let's check out. What if he's in the ring? All right, let's uh, dial up the kinkpin once again here. You seem to have a lot of problems with that phone. You okay? You know it's yeah. That? It's I don't have the iPhone 10 yet, the or, or the X. Is it 10 or X? Uh, it's the 10. Okay. That's what I call it. All right. Well, here we go. And it's fantastic. Let's see. I'm not hanging up, Brian. You're going to pick up this phone. Michael. Malonis? No, Malonis isn't here, Mike. Oh. This is uh, Fat Pants, actually. Todd Sinclair. Oh, Todd. Um, I'm here in Philadelphia. Uh, we have a big show here. We're doing a TV taping for uh, Ring of Honor Television. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And uh, Brian's actually in the ring right now. So, uh, oh. He can't come to the phone. I only picked it up because I was sick of hearing it ring. Oh, sorry about that. I mean, i got to be in contact with my podcasting partner. He's provided content for the podcast. So, I mean, he's available. He has to be available to me at all times. You understand that, right? Uh, so, maybe he's not really giving up the goods. So, how about you? What do you, what do you got in terms of spoilers for this evening's festivities what's the kingpin doing tonight no no spoilers daddy no look malonis is busy i'm busy and you need to find something better to do with your time crockett i'm doing the podcast and we gotta know the deal we gotta know the news that's coming out of the show and uh he's not giving it apparently you're not giving it either this is really uh not going well for your friend mike crockett here all right look i gotta go bye for now Uh, all right goodbye so okay uh apparently malonis in the ring uh, very rude of him to be in the ring when I'm calling and trying to find out about these spoilers. Why is it rude of him to be in the ring? It's rude because he is a he has a obligation, duty, yeah. if you will. He has an obligation to Ring of Honor Wrestling tonight. Independent contractor contracted by them tonight to go in the ring and wrestle, and that's what he's doing. Well, I, I think yes, we we have to thank Todd Fatpants Sinclair for picking up the slack. And the phone. For, yeah, for our friend, the Kingpin. <laughs> Thank you, Todd. Uh, I guess, I don't know. Maybe we'll check after the match. Maybe Brian uh, will give us a little bit of insight on Huff, his evening. Huffing and puffing? <laughs> Maybe. Huffing and puffing, tell us all about the match? Maybe, a little bit there. So, you got a whole lot going on. I do. Chaotic Wrestling, the school. How do you feel about going into 2018? I'm excited for numerous reasons. For both of those things, I'm ready for them to grow. I'm excited because I also work part-time for UPS on the side for my health insurance, and that is hell this time of the year. Um, so I'm excited for that to slow down. Um, I'm excited because 
wrestling is awesome. And we got the Rumble and Wrestle Kingdom and whatever else. I'm excited to see how the first Gaddock Wrestling show goes. I'm excited for who knows what else could possibly happen in this year. I'm excited of all the things that I've accomplished in my one year away from being in the ring active, which is exactly one year today. Did you know that, Michael? Yeah, I did see that. I saw something in my memories on Facebook. One year ago today, you, you refed. I did. I wrestled. It, was, it wasn't your last ref match, although no. it probably should have been. <laughs> you had that match at Fenway Park. Well. I did. I did. <laughs> I was lured back. <laughs> Bologna said, it'd be a good story. Come on. It, it was a fun episode. It, was, it would be a good story if you kind of go over that. It's just too bad the match wasn't that good as it should have been or the you guys run really late too right like yeah like yeah sixth hour of, mm. a, of yeah. a show at Fenway Park yeah so um so um, to see all the stuff that I've I've been able to accomplish just in the past year I'm excited to see now that the ball's really rolling I'm really excited to see and hopefully I can get this thing to grow and whatever else happens happens I'm just pumped let's do it let's do it Let's do it. 2018. You know, you never know what will happen with me in 2018. Maybe I'll make my return. Who knows? Yeah. Stranger things have happened. Stranger things have happened. Just so you know, if um, if you ever want to ref for me, Michael, uh, I'll give you my email address afterwards. You can send me some tapes of some stuff that you've done. And Tape? I, and I'll let you know. You have a VCR? You I can... still, have a v- still have VCR at the school. <laughs> okay, you can check Dual it out. Deck. <laughs> I might have to use that to actually make the tape <laughs> to send to you. <laughs> but thank you for your consideration. Of course. Uh, all right, well, we want your feedback. Every week we do something called Merv Griffin Time, a talkback segment where we interact with you, the listener. So tweet us at the WPAN on Twitter with your take on this week's episode, your thoughts on my discussion here with our old friend, the firebrand, Brian Fury. Use the hashtag WPAN and we'll mention you and your tweets Later this week, because every Thursday, it's an all-new, all-different episode of the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing on BDA Radio. Now, you can vote at the WPAN on Twitter Monday nights to decide what we discuss on the show, and you never know what else to come up, so be sure to seek it out each and every week. Also, download past episodes of this very podcast. As they come off that NAI feed, they get added over there. It is all on the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing feed on your favorite podcast platform, where you can find it all at the all-new the WPAN.com. T-H-E-W-P-A-N.com. Thank you for your help with that. Do what I can. But uh, why don't you give us a voicemail? Brian, you've called the voicemail line a number of times. Why don't, we, why don't you out there listening, why don't you call us, give us your thoughts on uh, what Brian talked about today. Give us your thoughts on um, not your worst wrestling matches, unless you're a wrestler. Call up with your worst wrestling matches. We want to hear from you. Any thoughts on these phone calls from... Uh from the kingpin, yeah, the fact that he won't share his secrets with all of you out there. Call 401-584-9726. That's 401-584-WPAN. Call right now. Before you forget, become a part of the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing. We really appreciate hearing from you. 401-584-9726. All right. It is time for your promo about nothing, Brian Fury. Can't wait. But before we get into that, let's talk about our sponsor. Ooh. People ask me, what do you mean BDARadio.com? What does the BDA stand for? Banks equals downloaded audio? <laughs> what? It just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Yeah, that is a BDA, all right. It is. Yeah, I'm going to keep talking about this, Brian. The Sasha Banks directed people to our episode last week with Mikazi. She actually retweeted our link. So that was a very big deal. And, of course, I'm sure lent to the fact that it is now the most downloaded episode of the wrestling podcast about nothing in history. So thank you very much to her. It meant the world to us. But what BDA Radio means is the most unique commentary on mixed martial arts and pro wrestling on the Internet. They don't break news. They break the news with their wild commentary regarding MMA and wrestling. Head over to BDARadio.com and check out all the latest news on UFC, Bellator, WWE, and much more. BDARadio.com. Other websites? Gonna push them all out the way. Yay! All right, you know that. Right? Yeah, it's a good, it's good. good tune. I think BDA is going to talk about that fight we just watched uh, in the living room before we recorded this. The UFC match? Yes. With Perry and the other guy? <laughs> yeah, the number does. He had that. Nice egg on his face. Yeah, that little mouse under his uh, left eye there. Cut me, Mick. 
<laughs> they'll probably talk about that on a man walks into an arm bar okay this tuesday for bda radio so check out our boys chad and paul talk about that on a man walks into an arm bar we're not going to get into it here though brian no. what we're going to get into now though is the promo about nothing the year was 1993 all right and it is the world wrestling federation okay wheelhouse this is the wheelhouse the wwf and yes mean gene oakland Right near the end of his run, Brian, he's in the face-to-face studio, and he's got with him two gentlemen. One is Mr. Curtis Hughes. All right. Which I don't understand why Vince McMahon suddenly started using his first name. Do you remember that? It was Uh, Mr. Hughes. First names and last names disappear an awful lot in WWE. Yeah, but all of a sudden he started calling him Mr. Curtis Hughes, or or just call him Curtis Hughes on commentary. It was always weird to me. Just a little aside there for you. And he also, with him, his manager at the time, Harvey Whippleman. Harvey <laughs> Whippleman. No, that, that's a different Harvey that you're trying to uh, talk about there. Har- I have Harvey. <laughs> so let's talk about uh, Harvey. Is this related to that... Um Fink promo that you played no. a little while back? Okay. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, go back and listen to Howard Finkel cut a heel promo for the USWA. But no, this is Harvey Wolfman, Mr. Hughes, and Mean Gene Oakland. This week's promo about nothing. Uh, one of them that may be appearing is standing by right now with Harvey Whippleman. I'm talking about a relative newcomer to the World Wrestling Federation, Mr. Hughes. Mr. Hughes, I've been very impressed with your action in the ring. But what's a nice guy like you doing with a jerk like Harvey Whippleman? Gene, let me tell you something. You don't talk about somebody that I work for. This man right here is going to make me a ton of money. And I bet not here. You say another word about it. <laughs> well, well I, I, I didn't mean to offend you, but I mean, Harvey is kind of a vociferous little fella. He's a loudmouth is hey, what he is. I'm as American as you are, Oakland. Oakland, let me tell you something. You don't criticize nobody that Mr. Hughes associates with. I tell you this, anybody that wants to come in front of Mr. Hughes, bring him on, because I'll take him down. One, two, three, just like the trash that they all been throwing in front of me since I've been here. It's all garbage. I'm from the hood. I'm used to all that trash. You want to throw some more? Bring it on, baby. All right, uh, gentlemen, I thank you very much. Uh, certainly didn't mean to upset uh, Mr. Hughes. Yes, Mr. Hughes... Uh, dealing with the trash. And Harry Wolfman, he's an American Just- as Orkeland. <laughs> and he had the little fisticuffs going there at the end, too. That was good. He did. So why does he have a manager if the manager's not going to talk at all? <laughs> well, by the promo, I mean, maybe he could use a manager, but not Harvey Wolfman. <laughs> yeah, that was... So let's 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 dissect this this line. Harvey Whippleman has one line in the whole promo, and it is, "I'm as American as you are, Okerlund," and that's a response to Mean Gene saying that he's a vociferous little fellow. Yeah. So is that is he purposely like? I think I feel like he's purposely messing that up so he sounds dumb. Like as a heel, like that's his way of showing his ass by saying, "Oh, I am, I'm as American as you are." Like he didn't understand a word that he said, but he thinks he does. Right. I I, I think yeah. I think maybe like Mean Gene before this says, "Hey, I'll say vociferous," and you say something. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. It's it didn't come across good. No. no it, at was, all. it was weird. <laughs> it came across weird. It was yes. weird. So uh, as weird as Hughes talking about trash, one, two, three, just like the trash they've been throwing in front of me. The trash, it's everywhere. all garbage. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it out. I'm from the Bronx. The trash everywhere. And then he ends it with "Bring it on, baby." <laughs> it doesn't look like he doesn't look like a, a baby kind of guy. <laughs> the way he's dressed. If he's using "baby" at the end of his promos, he needs Jimmy Hart as a manager. <laughs> baby daddy yeah exactly come on baby come on baby (laughs) i had a question for you okay what the hell are they promoting mr hughes coming to the world wrestling federation right isn't that Uh, what he sounded like yeah he's already there though he's He's already he's already beaten up trash yeah apparently i think they're setting up a feud with him and duke the dumpster drossy ah 
God, they're all trash. They're all garbage. Yeah, and he's not going to take that. And lightly. it's time to take out the trash. <laughs> See, that's the stuff you get to look forward to at Chaotic Wrestling. Well, that kind that, of booking that type of genius. Great booking genius that I just had. Unbelievable. There. You just completely blew my mind. <laughs> wow. I didn't think we'd really get to a, a place here where we're, we figured out Harvey Wolfman and Mr. Hughes. And uh, just very simply, you just, yeah, that's booking right there, folks. That's hey, booking. Hey, I'm as American as you are, Crockett. Well, you're from New Hampshire. That's not quite as American as that's me. much more American. <laughs> correct. Uh, yes, they, they want to make America great again up here, don't they? <sighs> <laughs> All right. You heard this promo about nothing. If you want the full picture, find the link to the video in the description of this episode on the NAI Wrestling Network or get the link at the WPAN.com. That's T-H-E-W-P-A-N.com. All right. Brian Fury, you're not hitting the highways and byways. I am not. You're not crisscrossing this great nation of ours. I am not. You are not applying your trade as a professional wrestler. No. But you do have a date coming up, right? I do. It is Friday night, January the 12th. Chaotic Wrestling, Woburn, Massachusetts. The return of Pandemonium. Pandemonium, the winner of that match, gets to wrestle in the main event of Cold Fury and wrestle for the Chaotic Wrestling Heavyweight Championship. This year's Pandemonium is going to be the largest Pandemonium ever. Seven people will be in Seven. Pandemonium. Yes. Are you aware that I named that match? I am. Thank you. Your legacy lives on. <laughs> it sure does. I'm very proud of that. Thank you. Tickets are on sale now. ChaoticWrestling.com. If you buy them before the end of the year, they'll be cheaper prices. Really? Yes. So go to chaoticwrestling.com now and get your tickets for the first event of the Fury Regime. Yes, yes, indeed. I might show up as well. Oh, okay. Will I be able to get in or will be, uh, will lumin- be stopped at the door? A lot of luminaries in attendance. Yeah? My very close personal friend here, uh, Matt Crockett. <laughs> <laughs> You've already forgotten me, huh? <laughs> You're the owner of Chaotic Wrestling, doc- no, Chaotic Wrestling now, and uh, that's it. Well, technically, chaoticwrestling.com too, right? Okay, you own it all. Wow. It's all mine. Why? Can I ask you why? Because I said a long time ago, and if I didn't make it as a pro wrestler myself, by make it, I mean like just just wrestle for a full time. I wanted to cement myself in this business in some way, shape, or form. And I still love it, Michael. I know it makes you miserable. <laughs> I know uh, you were very angry about it for a while just because you had to deal with a lot of people, and, and that di- didn't deter me. So I love it still. We'll see how long you can last. <laughs> <laughs> right in my death ticket already. Positivity. We'll see how long you can last. <laughs> All right. Putting over podcasts. That is the Facebook group where we're talking about pro wrestling talk. Go to Facebook. Type in the search bar, putting over podcasts. Join our group. I'm in there. I think Brian Fury's in there as I well. I'm in there, yeah. We're all talking about pro wrestling podcasts, not just the WPAN, all the podcasts out there. All of them. Including Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast with your friend Mike Mills. You've been on there a number of times. Mike Mills. Last time you were on his podcast, you were trashing me. Never, never did such a thing. Thanks very much for that. Go to mikemills.podbean.com. That's his hub. And also you can find Booking the Territory twice a week. Subscribe to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast and get all of that old school goodness. And speaking of old school, our vantage point, the retro wrestling podcast with Joe and Quinn. Every Monday, a new episode drops. Make sure you find them wherever podcasts are available or go to ovppodcast.com. And finally, the Rundown Wrestling Podcast with Jason Stewart, Adam, Troy, Sal, all the rest over there on the Rundown Wrestling Podcast feed. They got content all week, so they keep you very entertained over there. Just subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Podcast feed and be a part of it. And of course, we hope you can Continue to listen to the NAI Wrestling Network all week long for DC and Doc Talk, Rant with Ant, the Shattered Glass cast, and of course, the New Age Insiders themselves, all here on the New Age Insiders Wrestling Network. Subscribe today. It's just about time to get out of here, but I think for the road, let's check in with my friend, with your friend, with our friend. Yeah, let's give him one more call. The Kingpin, Brian Malonis. Hopefully he's out of the ring by now, and hopefully we can get the answers we need. Yeah, I hope so. All right, so let's... Why are you trying to work that thing? Did you hear Sasha Banks on the Stone Cold podcast? I did. She name-dropped me, put me over. Well, and said you were the mean one. 
Uh, she you said, made her cry. I made every- her cry, but she also said she learned the most from me. Oh, excuse Just me. Listen back. Excuse me. But yes, I am the mean guy. I, I, I did make... Well, she said handsome was the mean one, but I made her cry every class. That's because I'm very hard on my students and I want them to learn the most. Handsome was the mean one. All right, let's call up Brian Malonis. He's the nice one. He's the, according, fa- the father figure. According to Sasha Banks on the Stone Cold Podcast. And uh, hopefully he'll be a nice one to me, finally, and let me know. He didn't get front row tickets to the house show, though. No, he didn't, did he? <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. <sighs> what, Mike? Kingpin! This is the fourth time you've called me. Uh, uh, but I only talked to you three times. I know it's only the third time you talked to me. You talked to Fat Pants earlier, but this is the fourth time you've called me. Yeah. I, I just got done. I just got done wrestling. Uh-huh. You know, I'm all sweaty. I'm sitting here shirtless. Ooh. What, what, what could you possibly want? You've, this has been an all-day thing. Come on, Brian. This is it. It's the end of the show. People have been waiting to hear from you. Let's give them the Philly spoilers. What do you say? Again with the spoilers. Yeah. <sighs> For the fans, man. The loyal listeners. They need to know. You know what, Mike? Fine, fine. Hold on. All right. Hold on. <laughs> let me. Let me. Uh, Finally. I'll just. I'll just go. I'll, hold on. Just hold on a second. I need to get someplace where nobody can hear me. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Finally, doing something right here. Here. We go. Brian. Then we did. Brian. Um. um Hello. Uh, what? I can't move. What are you doing? What do you think that? Get out of that hallway. Finally got the damn spoilers out of me. That's what you've wanted this whole freaking time. No, no, we didn't get the spoilers. Was, what? Say it again. What, what do you say it again? What do you, what do you mean? You, I, I gotta go. Hey, I gotta go. I gotta go. Bye, bye. Malonis, Malonis. <laughs> can you? Yeah, you. He gave me the spoilers, but I, I don't know. He went to some cavernous tomb to give me the spoilers. I couldn't make out. I didn't make out a goddamn word. I heard like nothing, nothing. This guy, nothing like for this your guy. Your phone or his? I I think he went into like some like deep recesses of the Manhattan Center. No, no, he's in the East W Arena. He yeah. went to like some back hallway to the basement or something, and and yeah, we. The signal was terrible. Yeah. Well, you said you didn't have the iPhone X, so maybe it was your phone. No, it, 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 it was fine before. He, this, yeah, thanks. Thanks, Kingpin. No spoilers. No spoilers, I guess, for the people. Wow. Now they're going to have to go on. Uh, everybody down on the end of this episode here. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Brian Malonis. Thanks, Kingpin, for uh, giving the results for he the people. He tried. You angry, but he tried. He, he finally decided to, you, he gave in to you. And now you're angry. Yeah, because he... Maybe, yeah, he's got Sprint or something. He doesn't have a good... Uh, yeah, what is he on? T-Mobile? Come on. <laughs> All right, we're going to get out of here. We'll be back on Thursday. You'll well, you be won't. Back. Yeah, with the wrestling podcast about nothing on BDA Radio. Just search WPAN on your favorite podcatcher or find us on our new website, thewpan.com. wpan.com. Thank you. Then you can join us, me, and the Kingpin, maybe, next Monday here for the Wrestling Podcast about nothing on the New Age Insiders Wrestling Network. That'll be episode number 88. That is Christmas Day, for crying out loud. We will be here for you. What happens so, when this thing gets up to 88 episodes? <laughs> going to see some serious shit, Brian. <laughs> so, till then, he is the Kingpin, Brian Malone. No, you're the Firebrand, Brian Fury. I am. I am Mike Crockett. Big ups to Mucko, and thanks for nothing.